0: how are creatives, consultants, and marketers who are making multiple six figures thriving in a crowded marketplace? Stay tuned. Welcome to the Small But Mighty Agency Podcast. If you're a creative consultant or agency owner who wants to know what the roller coaster ride really looks like to grow your business from one to many, you're in the right place. My guest and I pull back the curtains on the realities of growing and running agencies of different sizes and what it takes to build a team. And if you're anything like me, you want more than the highlight reel. You want to learn from the mistakes of others so that you can stop short of making the same mistakes. I'm your host, Audrey Joy Kwan. I spend my days as a coach and consultant to multiple six and seven figure agency owners. For the last seven years, I've been behind the scenes helping people grow, lead and operate small but mighty agencies. Here at the Small But Mighty Agency podcast, we'll uncover what Works and equally as important what didn't work to get these business owners to where they are today. It's no coincidence that the great resonation in workplaces has also led to the rise of the professional, creative, and consultant economy. People are quitting their jobs for entrepreneurial freelance, or they're building their service-based businesses. Over the course of this year, I've connected to more designers, copywriters, animators, and strategists who, in the first year of business, have built multiple six-figure businesses the world of work is changing. So it's fitting that on my one-year anniversary of this podcast, we look back at the year in context to what has happened in the service business industry and how solopreneurs and freelancers continue to thrive. We can't discuss the world of work without acknowledging that people have been let go of jobs during the pandemic and as a necessity, started businesses. There were also many people that realized they were tired of long commutes, non-flexible work hours, and feeling like a cog in someone else's wheel. And many of these people were inspired to have more autonomy and to live with more passion and purpose and how they show up to work. Suddenly, in the last two years of the pandemic, the entrepreneurial leap of faith was less about risking the stable nine-to-five job. Stability was thrown out the window with the pandemic. People were inspired to quit jobs, to do fulfilling work, and tap into opportunities of everyone showing up to work online. For the creatives and consultants I've worked with who hit the multiple six figures in the service business and are growing profitably in an increasingly crowded space, there is a key business decision they are making that's helping them thrive in the crowded creative consultant economy. Let me explain. On one side of the coin, the great resignation left a door wide open for businesses to consider working with more freelancers, contractors, and boutique agencies because employees were leaving like never before. And on the other side of that same coin, the pool of writers, designers, and animators either freelancing or starting their own agencies widened. If pre-pandemic creative or consultant entrepreneurial businesses was gathering steam, the pandemic was the runway for it. Those who were running a side hustle turned it into their full-time work. And those considering independence had little to lose by leaning in. To highlight this, an article by the Economic Innovation Group, links in the show notes to that article, identified that through September 2021, there were 1.4 million new registrations Registered businesses the most of any year according to U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics data and it continues to rise in the U.S. The pool of freelancers, creatives, consultants and small agency owners is growing and with that there's a saturation of sameness in the marketplace. There's a lot of solopreneurs and small agencies saying the same thing about who they serve and how they serve them. The way through that, the way to stand out in a crowded space is to choose a niche. I get it. Focusing on one core customer or one core service sounds like the opposite of what you should be doing. To get more business, shouldn't you open your doors to everyone and offer more? No, the opposite is true. When you serve Everyone, your message sounds generic. You sound like everyone else. It's not enough to tell people that you have the best customer service and care about your clients because everybody is saying that. The best way to show that you are the better fit is to be the specialist who can pinpoint your ideal client's exact pain, demonstrate how you solve that pain and create a track record of transforming the people you serve. It's worked for my business. I focus on business consulting and coaching for agency owners. In other words, creatives or consultants who want to build a team for service delivery. Before I niched five years ago, I was vanilla. Now everything I create is for the transformation of service providers who want to have a lean team. Focus makes my business better from marketing to getting clients results faster. Let me put it another way. Let's say you wake up one day and your vision is blurry. It's never happened before. So you call up your friend and tell her, it's like viewing the world through smoke. It's so foggy. Your friend says, okay, I can refer you to my family doctor who is a generalist and they might be able to point you in the right direction. Or I can refer you to my eye doctor who specializes in vision and helping people see. So who do you choose? I hope you said, I doctor. As a small business, growth is about focus. And the number one focus that helps creative consultants grow a service based business is knowing their niche and aligning the marketing to speak to that niche. A clear niche leads to clear messaging and marketing that pulls the ideal client into your business. It makes it easier to refer you and set you up as a thought leader. I know what you might be thinking. I can hear some of the thinking that might be happening inside your head. You might be thinking, I filled my practice without niching during the first year or two of my business. So why niche now? Yes, that can be true. When you took the entrepreneurial leap of faith in the first year, you tapped into your warm network and that got your design studio, writing studio, copywriting or consultant practice full of clients. Over time, you tap out that warm network. Sure, you can grow without a niche. It's been done before. But in a growing market, being populated with more creatives and consultants, not niching on who you serve or having a prioritized service niche makes it harder to gain visibility, stand out and be top of mind. Working with creatives, consultants and agency owners, these businesses cross the multiple six figures faster and with greater ease by owning a niche. The niche isn't just about how you do marketing. It's also an opportunity to prioritize your service and make it scalable with a team. Ease of marketing, repeatable service delivery, and scalability with a team is what makes a service business have sustainable growth. I'm here for the profitable and sustainable service business. Our mission is to help the professional creative and consultant economy be major drivers of sustainable economic growth and to show every freelancer and solopreneur they have the power to create a million-dollar service-based business with an empowered team. My passion for entrepreneurial creative consultant, and agency owners has a lot to do with how I grew up. I was raised in a traditional Asian family. When I was a kid, I was told that doing anything creative was not the way to a stable and successful life. No joke, there were three choices for a respectable career be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. During high school, my first encounter with creativity was in drama class. I had a fantastic drama teacher. I I still remember she wrote in my report card that I have potential. my parents saw that report card, they questioned why I was taking that drama class and strongly suggested choosing something else more useful next term. So I did. I spent the large part of my young adulthood pursuing my parents' dreams. I look back and I get my parents' fears. When I was in high school, the barrier to entry into creative professions and Owning a business was really high. No one showed me that being a business owner was even a path. At that time, and this ages me, the internet was not what it was today. Knowing that, you know, I can see my mom and dad's concern as legitimate, especially coming from an immigrant family where stability was their highest value. Now, fast forward 20 years later, they would have never known technologies would have helped level the playing field and remove barriers for creatives and consultants to offer services across the world. And that entire idea of a stable nine-to-five job would go out the window with a pandemic. I'm here for the professional creative consultant to support them to be major drivers of economic growth. I believe that every solopreneur has the power to create a million-dollar service-based business with an empowered team. Hey, if that's what you want and you need support to hone your messaging for more impact and streamline your service delivery in a way that gets you out of being the only one who can do all the work, let's connect. Send us an email at support at audreyjoyquan.com or visit our website audreyjoyquan.com and get our free resources. Click on the show notes for more details. Again, thanks for being here. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Small But Mighty Agency podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. Or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging me at Audrey Joy Kwan.